0: Do you have a true, scary story you want to see on my channel? Well, go to com slash submit, or check the links down below. And of course, thank you. Life has unpredictable and unbelievable moments that... Even the mind tries to justify, but has a hard time doing so. Things that the human eye sees can be waved off as mind games or imaginary. However, when you experience something your whole life, what do you call that? I believe people have unbelievable experiences that cannot be explained. That is exactly what has happened to me for the last... Thirty-six years. Starting at ten years old, I've had something follow me through life that has literally caused me to freeze in place with fear. These are my true life experiences. It all began when my family bought a two-story house that was built on old slave and American Indian land, which was unknown to us at the time. The house was big, and it gave me the chills while living inside. I remember while living in the house, I felt this dark force lurking in the dark and creeping up behind me when I was alone. This dark force decided to show itself to me when I was around 10 years old. It all started when my alarm clock went off in the morning to get up to catch the bus for school, While wiping the sleep away from my eyes, I walked down the stairs to the bathroom to start the day. The house was dark, while the rest of my family slept, and I was all alone. The bathroom was positioned down a long hallway in between the kitchen and the stairwell, which was also across from the laundry room. While half asleep, I began brushing my teeth, and I felt an ominous presence surrounding me. I tried brushing it off, thinking the darkness in this big house was just scaring me. As I looked up into the mirror, still brushing my teeth, I was paralyzed by a dark shadow figure standing in the hallway and staring at me. I, at first, could not figure out if it were standing behind me, on the side of me, or in the hallway due to the mirror's reflection. It looked like a human, about six to seven feet tall, but solid black with no facial features or distinct clothing. It looked like a shadow, but darker. This dark figure, it gave me a feeling of doom and fear. It's hard to explain the feeling I felt because it was the first time that I ever experienced that type of fear. While standing there with a toothbrush hanging out of my mouth, I froze, trying to figure out what I was looking at. How long had it been standing there and staring at me, I thought to myself. My eyes grew wide with confusion and fear of the unknown. Then, it moved. Standing in between the stairs and laundry room, it seemed to glide into the laundry room. One minute it was there, and the next, it was gone, I took that as an opportunity to bolt up the stairs to my mother's room as I cried and frantically explained what had just happened. Freaked out, she calmly hugged and listened to my experience. As I explained it, it was almost as though she too had a similar situation because of her reaction. She believed me and explained that I had to ignore things like that because it's the fear that they are after. She then told me to be brave and go back downstairs to catch the bus. Confused and fearful at this whole experience, I did as my mother said. All day at school, I was traumatized by the whole experience and I tried to rationalize it away. A few years later, I had my second run in with the shadow figure while sleeping in my room. Out of nowhere, my light bulb exploded. Shooting sparks feet from my bed. As I opened my eyes, startled, I noticed a shadow figure shoot across the room and vanish. I had a window in my room that casted the moonlight, so it was easy to see the dark mass stalking me. I started screaming at the top of my lungs for my parents to help me, and my dad shot up to my room butt naked as he scooped me up and carried me down the stairs to his room. My dad has always slept naked, but I was so freaked out that I didn't care. After he got dressed, he asked me what had happened, and I told him about the light bulb exploding and the shadow that followed. He tried to rationalize it away by saying that the sparks more than likely caused a shadow of me on the wall. I tried to explain that it was a tall shadow that literally zoomed by my bed like it was lurking only moments before and after the incident, I could tell my parents were freaked out a little. For about two years, I had no experience of the shadow figure. Then, as fast as it left, it came back again. I started feeling extremely paranoid in my bedroom, and I no longer wanted to sleep in my room anymore. My parents decided to turn the dining room into my bedroom downstairs, The dining room was across from the living room, which was large and creepy. We previously had problems with the TV turning on by itself, but blamed it on a jammed button. Well, after changing rooms, I noticed the TV turning off and on more than the other family members, due to my location and people being asleep. I noticed after it would turn on and off, I would feel like someone or something was lurking in the dark room. I would hide under the covers, looking for safety and comfort. Then I started seeing shadows blocking the light from outside the windows. At first I thought it was a trick of the eye or a reflection cast by the streetlight, but I saw it move one night. I noticed the human shape of the dark shadow... And when I say dark, I mean darker than the room at night. So dark, you could actually make out the body shape of it. The way it would linger and stare at me, like it was after my soul cowered me into a ball of frozen fear, I felt like there was nothing I could do about my situation, even after telling my parents that it was back again. After telling my parents about the shadow figure coming back... I saw them both look at each other like they knew something that I didn't. My mother started sleeping in the bed with me to keep me company, but later I found out it was because my mother was trying to protect me from this entity. During this time, my mother had been meditating every day in a dark closet. When I got older and I brought up these experiences... She told me that she thought her meditation had brought these dark forces into our house. She said that, at first, she didn't notice them until about a year after starting this practice. During one of her meditation sessions, she became very creeped out in the dark closet. She felt her fight or flight kick in, in her consciousness, and she had a feeling of doom. After that first initial experience... She started noticing the feeling of someone watching her during the day while we were at school. That is why she believed my experiences when I would tell her. Soon after, she said she stopped the practice of meditation, but it was too late, because she had already invited them in. At around age 22, the sleep paralysis started. The first time I experienced sleep paralysis... I felt that unforgettable feeling of doom and danger. It had been many years since my last experience with this feeling, so it frightened me. I had moved into my boyfriend's new apartment, and I was thrilled for this new chapter in my life. But it was short-lived with my newfound terror. About six months into living together, I went to take a nap while my boyfriend watched TV in the living room. As I started drifting off to sleep, something startled me with a loud popping sound in my ears. I opened my eyes, only to discover that I could not move. Terrified, I tried to scream, but I couldn't make a sound. I tried to move my body, but I was met with resistance. I felt the tears rolling down my face from the fright that I was in. I could move my eyes and look around the room, and when I did... I saw the familiar and mysterious black shadow figure standing in front of the bed down by my feet and staring at me. This time, however, it was brazen enough to be out of the shadows and in the light of day. This entity was around 6-7 to feet tall, and was darker than the night sky. The way it makes you fear for life is a fear that you never forget or experience, unless you are in this situation. I felt so helpless in this situation that all I could do was close my eyes and hope that I stayed safe. I started trying to move my body, and I noticed that I could muster up enough energy to move my big toe a slight bit. After a few tries, I was able to move my whole foot again, and then the paralysis broke. I slowly opened my eyes after closing them from the fear, and the shadow figure was gone. I ran into the living room to find my boyfriend, unaware of the danger that I had felt. I told him what had happened, and he looked at me and told me about his experiences that he's had with the similar entity growing up. We lived in the same town growing up. Maybe next time I will share his experiences. But after that experience, I was frightened. It had returned, but luckily I didn't experience anything else while living in that apartment. At the age of 24, visiting my mother, my next encounter happened with this shadow figure. One night, laying in bed, watching YouTube on my phone around 2 in the morning, I heard my bedroom door open. I looked up from my phone, thinking it was my mom's boyfriend telling me he was leaving for work. Instead, I was met with nobody standing in front of me. What I did notice was a short, dark shadow that was no higher than the doorknob was in my door. I could see the light from the hallway peering into my room from the top of the door, but the bottom half was pitch black. That feeling of doom overwhelmed me with fear. As I stared at the door wondering what had opened it, it then suddenly, slowly, and quietly shut. The door shut closed on its own as though it was trying not to be noticed. It happened so fast that I thought maybe my mother's boyfriend did open it and thought I was sleeping so he didn't say anything trying not to wake me. After laying there confused and wide-eyed, I got up a few seconds after to see what he wanted. When I walked into the living room, I noticed that nobody was home. I started to investigate what the hell was going on, so I looked out the window to see if his car was there. To my surprise, his car was not even outside in the driveway. There is no possible way he could have walked outside, hopped in his car, And drove off without me noticing or hearing any of it. I noticed there was a sickening, fearful feeling in the air that surrounded me. Freaked out about the whole situation and trying to discover what happened, I woke my mother up to question her about her boyfriend's whereabouts. She, half asleep, asked me why I was waking her up at the time, and I asked her when her boyfriend left to go to work. She said that he had to go in early today, around midnight, to drive his delivery to another city. This was now around 2-2.30 in the morning by then. Shocked, I told her what had happened only minutes prior. That is when I realized that I saw the shadow figure that has to be following me since childhood, except this time it was shorter. I was stunned at what I had just witnessed and I spent the next two days trying to completely understand what had happened. I think I was more freaked out that the door opened and shut on its own than anything. After that incident, the feeling of doom and gloom surrounded me constantly again. At that time, I was researching alien life and abductions, so that did cross my mind for a moment. The shadow figure was small, like an alien, so to be honest... I did wonder if maybe that was the case. I know it sounds crazy, but what if that was reality? For years, I would be vigilant of my surroundings because I would constantly feel like I was being watched. The feeling of doom and gloom was constantly surrounding me, but after some time, I started to ignore my fear and I carried on with my life. Then, on Halloween in 2019, My family flew from Virginia to my home state of Texas to celebrate our family's favorite time of the year. We went trick-or-treating with the kids, and we dressed up, having fun. Afterwards, we went to my older brother's house to watch Halloween marathons and steal candy from our children, until we gorged out on sweets. My brother is a horror fanatic who collects dark objects. Like... Antique ritual daggers, antique ritual items, human skulls, old Ouija boards, planchets, cursed objects in two glass cases, and demonic paintings made by my artist friend and himself. His house is like a museum of the macabre, filled with museum-quality items worth thousands of dollars. His house is badass, but has a dark feeling when you're inside. Later, after the celebration, my brother gave my family his bed to sleep in while he slept on the couch. I had my headphones in and was listening to creepy stories on YouTube to help fall asleep. After about an hour of lying there, I heard something. I took my headphone out of one of my ears to listen to what the noise was. I continued listening to my shows with one headphone in, to see if I could catch the noise. After a few minutes, I heard something like a growl, but I thought it was his air conditioner. I turned off my show and I laid very still in the dark room. Right as soon as I was going to put my headphone back in, I hear an ear-piercing scream in a demonic tone, right next to my ear. To say I was freaked out, that would be an understatement. I laid there paralyzed, and then I saw something darker than the room flash before my very eyes. I woke my husband up telling him what I had just seen. His reply was that I should have been expecting that laying in a room filled with dark and creepy objects. He told me to just try and go to sleep because we were leaving in the morning. Around 35 years old, I started researching demonic possession and shadow figures in my spare time. My husband, son, and mother told me to stop looking into things like that because they believe it will invite those things into my life. I ignored them, and I continued researching and watching videos about those things. For years, I was trying to figure out what the shadow figure was that I was seeing periodically throughout my life. These paranormal events in my life have caused me great confusion and interest in this subject. Well, what do you know? I definitely invited it in once again. I was knee deep into the research of these paranormal events. I started to listen and read other people's stories having to do with the shadow figures, and I found them to be identical to my very own experience. My shadow figure did not have a hat, no red eyes, or static surrounding it like some that I have read about. However, I found that many only see a dark shadow lurking with no features to be made out like mine had. I started to really creep myself out during this time, and I started having nightmares. I'm still scared to get up at night to use the restroom, because I'm frightened to see the shadow man in the dark room. One day, I decided to take a nap in my bedroom around 2pm, and just as I started to drift off to sleep... I heard a menacing laugh that sounded like a man's deep voice. The laugh made me open my eyes in fear, and I thought I was dreaming. However, I knew I wasn't because I hadn't fallen asleep, and I was still half awake. My heart was pounding out of my chest, and I was laying there confused at what I heard. I thought to myself that maybe I heard the neighbor's TV or something, so I tried to go back to sleep. Then, within minutes of closing my eyes again, I heard a growl-type scream right next to my ear, like I had heard at my brother's house. I got up and told my husband what had just occurred, and he looked at me and said, I told you to stop researching those dark things. I looked at him with guilt in my eyes. Even after the experience, I continued researching, but I bought holy water... Sage, and I blessed my house thinking it would protect my family. Around that time, my six year old son was having nightmares and night terrors. He told us that he was hearing knocking on his walls in his room at night. At first, I said it was the neighbors or the old apartment was resting, so I decided to sleep in his room to figure out why he was having night terrors and hearing the knocking. As I laid there, one night, around 2am, I heard knocking noises. At first, I didn't notice that it was knocking in threes, but after the third time in that hour, I was starting to notice it. I started to think if it was the neighbors hitting the wall at 2am, but then I thought, why would they be up at that time? Then, out of nowhere, my son sat straight up. Looking around, he started whimpering. I said, Bryce, what's wrong? In a worried voice, but that is when I noticed that he was sleeping and was having a night terror again. I laid him back down on the pillow, and I tried to finally go to sleep myself. My son did not start having these night terrors until after I started heavily researching the shadow figures again. At this time, I was so immersed into this subject It had me hooked and I could not stop. It was as though I was addicted or had no say or control in stopping this obsession of the paranormal. It was like an invisible force had taken control of my life. Soon after this incident, I had one of the most frightening experiences in my life. Due to the night terrors and nightmares my son was having, I found myself once again sleeping in my son's bed for comfort. Every night, we would make sure the closet door was shut, and the bathroom light was escaping enough through the crack to give us some peace of mind. Once again, I was listening to my no-sleep stories on YouTube trying to fall asleep. With my eyes closed, I felt a dark presence fill the room, like I had a target on my forehead. I decided to open my eyes and scan the room to calm my mind. When I tried to turn over, I found that I was paralyzed. I immediately knew what was going on because of the fear that I had surrounding me. I closed my eyes, too frightened to look around anymore because I didn't want to see the shadow figure that I knew was lurking for my soul once again. I tried to yell out, waking my son to shake my body to stop the experience as fear washed over me. He later told me that he only heard moaning coming from me when I did wake him. In my mind, I thought I was speaking clearly, chanting repeatedly for my son to yell, in Jesus Christ's name I command you to leave, to help me. While I was trying to wake my son up, I decided to open my eyes and scan the room. As soon as I did, I found that I was crying. Tears started streaming down my face as I was directed by an invisible force to look on the right side of my body. As I slowly glided my eyes to the edge of the bed where I saw a shadow figure standing over me, the fear that entered my body, after realizing what I was looking at, had me freaking out because my son was sleeping right next to me. I hurried and shut my eyes out of fear, like I was that small, child scared of the boogeyman as soon as I closed my eyes, I felt a weird, tingling sensation on my right arm. It felt like someone or something had grabbed it and realized the shadow figure was touching me. This was the first time this being had ever gotten physical with me. As all of this was happening, I was still shouting for my son to wake up and that is when I heard him starting to freak out and cry. He started to shake me and the sleep paralysis broke. As soon as I could move again, my husband came running from our bedroom yelling, asking what was wrong. I looked at my son, and at that moment I asked him why he didn't call out for Jesus like I was asking. He said all he heard was me moaning and crying. What was strange is that I thought I was speaking clearly to him, but I soon realized my sleep paralysis had handicapped my vocal cords. I began to tell both of them what had happened moments before my son had shaken me awake. My husband looked at me and said, Natalie, both your mom and me told you to stop listening to those no-sleep stories. You are inviting things into our house. What do you expect? At that moment, I felt guilt in my mind because he was right. Since then, my son has stopped having nightmares and night terrors, I've been feeling like my old self since blessing my home for the second time. Does anyone think that me researching the paranormal has anything to do with my son's night terrors or nightmares? I'm very curious, because if so, I think I have to stop to protect him, but I'm just unsure. As scary as these experiences have been for me, I'm still hunting for the truth, because I must know what these shadow figures are and what they want with me. To this very day, I'm still fearful of dark rooms and even regular shadows casted on the walls. I don't plan on giving this journey up, even as scary as it can be. Believe it or not, this really happened in my life, and if I have any more experiences, I'll give an update. Update. Since originally writing this for As the Raven Dreams, I've had another experience. On February 13th, I was sleeping in my son's bed again due to him fearing the dark. I'm a night owl, and around 3 a.m., I found myself drifting into sleep paralysis after struggling to fall asleep. I was straining to yell for help while it was happening, and I found that no sound ever came out. I was trapped in my own body and fear washed over me after looking around the room. At first, I thought my husband had gotten up to use the bathroom because I saw something walk in between the bathroom and my son's room. After believing my husband was near, I really started straining to get his attention so he could help me break free from the paralysis. After realizing I was helpless, I looked around the room thinking he would see my eyes freaking out. While doing so, I saw a black-like cloud swoop by me at the foot of the bed. After seeing this, I began to really freak out and put all my effort into waking my son up. Screaming with fear inside my head, the words "help me repeatedly, I finally got the words out. With strain and effort, I was able to wake my son up who began to shake me out of the paralysis, With fear in his eyes, he hugged me and told me that everything was okay. I asked him what happened, and he told me he heard me softly saying help me in slow speech. It then hit me that the figure I saw in the hallway was not my husband, but rather the shadow figure lurking once more. Although this experience did not scare me as much as some of the past, it still traumatized me. It appears every time I talk, write, or research the shadow figures that I've had an experience with. So, I've decided that this will be my only time that I ever share my experiences with anyone. The fear from these demonic creatures is not worth the fright. I must protect my family from harm because my son could be next. I do not wish these experiences on anyone. I know my story may be hard to believe, but I have no agenda nor the energy to make up these experiences. Honestly, I don't think I have the imagination to create a 36-year experience. For the non-believers, or the ones who will give an eye roll to my experience, I'm not here to convince you because I don't really care what you think. This really did happen to me, and it continues to traumatize me. I would like to know what your opinion is on this shadow figure and why it would keep happening to me. I'm writing this mainly because I often listen to spooky-slash-paranormal stories on YouTube. I always hear the narrator say, I found this story on Reddit, and I think to myself, why not share the mind-bending stuff that happened to me? I originally wrote this event down on paper, and I shared it with a childhood friend by mail. He sent it back to me a few weeks later with a note that said, This is too personal, and I can imagine you don't want this floating around out in the world with your name on it. So, he sent it back. And I don't blame him. The only explanation I have for what I'm about to share is the universe wanted me to see what I saw. And in the weeks after this event had happened, I managed to change my life for the better. I'm currently almost 6 years clean from heroin, and I know it's because of what I experienced on this day. Everything I'm about to share in this post is 100% accurate and was witnessed by me and a family member. I chose not to share the experience with anyone at the time, because I knew it would only lead to the death of a living being, or multiple living beings, and my family's property would have been turned into Skinwalker Ranch 2.0. I could care less if you don't believe this story. It makes no difference to me. The fact of the matter is that this happened... And I'm here to share it with whomever is willing to read slash listen. Enough bibble babble. Let's get to the beginning of this experience, which I've titled, What Knocks Back. For starters, I want to give a bit of background on myself and where I'm from. My name is Chuck, and I grew up in a world renowned ski resort that has held the Winter Olympics. I rarely ever tried to ski or snowboard while growing up. My family was poor, but we had a large chunk of land on the side of a mountain where our house was built. Our property overlooks the entire ski resort, and we are the oldest house on the mountain. We do not have neighbors. My backyard my entire life was a national forest. I hiked every inch of the mountain that we lived on. I always took great pride in knowing that I had traversed this mountain more than any other person. I always felt like I needed to protect the mountain, as strange as that sounds. But this is where I grew up. I've seen every type of wildlife you can imagine on my doorstep, from moose to mountain lions, and a ton of bears. I've bumped into bears coming home drunk at night as a teenager and I thought it was our dog. I even pet the bear thinking it was my dog. <laughs> and my point is that I've spent my entire 31-year life in the forest, day in and day out. I had no choice but to hike the mountain to go to and from my school, my friends' houses, etc. Just imagine every time you left your house, you had to hike a mountain and deal with the wildlife. But, unfortunately, when I was about 13 years old... I decided that selling narcotics was going to be my way to finally have money. So, I began focusing on selling drugs to the tourists that came to our town, which is around 1 to 1.5 million people every winter season. So if 10% of those tourists need a bag of green, or a bag of whatever, you can do the math on how much money could be made. After a few years of selling... I started to have to deal with rival crews or gangs that wanted to bring their product into my town. Of course, this isn't an easy road to navigate when you have greed and egos involved. So, I ended up having some enemies. But, luckily, my people that I worked for had a pretty serious reputation and liked to ride motorcycles if you catch my drift. But nonetheless, I had to be very careful, and this often involved a lot of stress. So, to decompress, I would go back to my family's property overlooking the town. Very few people knew I would go there to relax, so I took advantage of that when I could. I would leave my apartment in the town center and head back to my family's home. On this particular day... On August 8th, 2015, I had decided to shut my phone off and just relax in my old bedroom with my window that overlooked the whole front of the property and the town below. It was hot out that day, so I had the window opened with my bed pulled right up next to the open window. I was probably watching something on YouTube and I drifted to sleep around 7pm. I awoke suddenly, at approximately 3.45 in the morning, and immediately my attention was toward the open window that I was right next to. I'd heard the sound of gravel being kicked up below on the driveway, like the sound of people running on the gravel outside the window. Of course it was pitch black, but this was the mountain that I had grown up on, and I knew it literally like the back of my hand. After about 30 seconds of looking out the window, I realized what the sound most likely was. It was the sound of at least two adult-sized people running up my driveway towards my staircase. Now, my staircase to my house has 87 steps in it. It is literally like the staircase to go see the Dalai Lama. Or the staircase in Ace Ventura when he tries to slinky down it. It's massive and you gotta be in shape to hike up 87 stairs, trust me. As I sat on the bed looking out the window, I tried to hear for more footsteps, but there were none. I thought, surely this was an enemy of mine coming to catch me off guard. So, I immediately got prepared and got a can of bear spray and a very large Rambo knife. I waited for at least 30 minutes looking out the window trying to hear or see anything that I could at the bottom of the staircase outside. But there was nothing. Whoever this was, they had obviously seen me looking out the window and taking cover out of sight, I thought to myself. But, luckily, it was approaching sunup. It was about 4.30 in the morning at this point, so my plan was to keep an eye on the window... For movement, and when the sun started to come up in the next 45 minutes, I would quickly make my way outside. My heart was racing, but I knew that I would do whatever it took to protect myself and my family's property. It was game time. I knew that I heard the gravel being kicked up, which woke me up, and then it suddenly stopped once I looked out the window. I would be a fool to go back to sleep knowing what I was involved with at the time. All these things went through my mind as I waited for the sun to rise and reveal these intruders' locations at the bottom of my stairs. I'd been in a lot of very violent situations in my life, and I knew that I could handle whomever it was outside. It actually got me excited, to be honest, as messed up as that sounds. As I was waiting at the window... Prepared to go outside. Once I had seen or heard something, or once the sun was up, and luckily I saw something out of the darkness, retreating into the bush at the bottom of the 87 step staircase. At that moment, I knew it was only a matter of time before I would be face to face with whomever that was. I waited about 15 more minutes at the window. My eyes were trained onto the bush at the bottom of my stairs the entire time no blinking, and the sun began to rise. And slowly, but surely, as the amount of light increased, the shape of a person wearing all black was starting to become more and more clear at the bottom of my stairs. I'm getting nervous just writing this right now, to be honest. As the light grew more and more outside, I knew there was a person wearing all black in the bushes. From where I was at my window to the figure in the bushes... It was around a hundred feet. I stepped away from the window and walked downstairs and put my shoes on. I looked at my dog and said, "Dad's going to protect us." I opened the door on my home, and in that moment would be the last time that my life would be normal, but I didn't even realize what I was about to experience. As I opened the door and took a step outside, I said to myself. It's time to fight, and I don't give a damn what happens. I started to fast walk, slash, run, down the 87-step staircase, as fast as I've ever gone down them in my life. I was filled with rage. I wanted blood. I didn't care. As I approached the final set of steps, I kept my eyes on the figure in the bush that I was advancing towards down the stairs, Something in my soul made me stop dead in my tracks on the top of the last 12 steps of the 87-step staircase. There was only a little bit of light out at that moment, but it was enough to see the outline of whomever it was hiding in the bush. I wanted to move closer and continue going down the stairs, but my body wouldn't let me. I've never experienced anything like it. So... I stood there about 35 feet away from the bush and the figure. I could see the figure moving around a tiny bit. I could tell it was looking at me, and I made sure it knew that I was looking at it. I said to the figure in the bush, You won't make it out of here alive. I have a rifle pointed at you right now. Which I didn't. I was foolish and didn't tell anyone else in my house at that time what was going on outside. But. The figure in all black in the bush didn't know that. After I said that, I made one more statement out loud. I said, If you move out of that bush, you'll be shot dead on the spot. I then took the opportunity to run back up the staircase into my house, and I woke my dad up. I said, Dad, wake up. There's someone outside in the bushes at the bottom of the stairs. I then explained that I was heading back out there, and I needed him to grab a rifle and point it off the balcony at the figure in the bush and provide overwatch. He agreed, and before I ran back outside, I decided to grab a set of binoculars so that I could see a bit better into that bush while I stood on the staircase. At this point, it was approximately 5.15 in the morning on August 9th, 2015. I opened the front door to my balcony. This time, I had full light outside to aid me in seeing whomever this was better. I began to run down the 87-step staircase again, binoculars in hand with my eyes trained onto the bush. The figure had not moved to my surprise as I got back to the top of the final set of steps where I stood before. There was maybe 30-35 to feet between me and the figure, The sun was fully out at this point. All I could see was black. And when I tried to see whomever this was crouched down in the bush, I put the binoculars to my face and began scanning the bush from 35 feet away, trying to find the hands or the face of whomever this was. After about 30 seconds of looking, I had to take a few moments and kept looking back at one particular spot. I thought to myself, is that eyes? can't be what I was now looking at was a creature completely covered in a dark black fur with a black leathery face it had very large diamond shaped pupil eyes looking back at me they looked just like a lion's eyes to describe it best it took me at least 5 minutes it felt to catch myself at time it stopped everything felt vibrant and then I got my focus back and I realized what I was looking at. It was a bipedal creature scared for its life. Then, after what felt like maybe five minutes, I sat down on the stairs. I could tell this creature was scared, and I didn't want my first interaction with another human like species to be a negative one. I was still in shock for my brain having to compute what it was looking at, but I decided to put the creature at ease and I headed back up my staircase. My dad was still standing on the balcony, watching the whole thing. He still thought it was a person, until I told him what was down there. I headed into my house, put all the weapons down, and I grabbed my miniature Pomeranian dog and headed back outside, down the staircase. I sat on the steps where I had sat before, but this time my dog was on my lap. I wanted to show this creature that it was okay, and that I had no intentions of hurting it. At this point in time, a helicopter came overhead and began hovering right above us. It flew over one more time, the guy in the co pilot seat looking right at me, and then it disappeared. I jokingly said to the creature, I don't think they're here for me. At that moment, I saw a smaller black figure next to the creature start to move around a little bit. This creature had a baby with it. No wonder it was so scared. I went upstairs and I got some vegetables out of the fridge. I came back down and I tossed them into the bush next to the creature. My dad was still standing on the deck in shock as I came back up. He said, What do you think that is? My response was clearly something related to mankind. Maybe this is what people call sasquatches? We both went inside and made coffee. We came back about 25 minutes later. I looked down into the bush from the balcony, and the figure was gone. About 50 feet further into the bushes, at the bottom of the stairs, I could see a small black leathery face looking up at me. I guess the little ones like the vegetables I gave them, I said to my dad. That day, I spent hours looking up any and everything I could to learn about what I saw. I learned that they communicate by knocking twice with a stick on a tree. So... The next morning, I walked outside, picked up a stick, looked at my dad, and said, I'm going to knock twice on this tree. If we hear two knocks on a tree back afterwards, they're communicating with us. I swung the stick, and I hit the tree twice, making a large echo through the forest. And, immediately off in the distance, we heard two loud knocks as a response. I looked at my dad and said, What knocks back? This is my first time sharing this experience with anyone outside of my friends or family. I've had two other very paranormal experiences that I will be posting. The next one will be about a cabin deep in the woods on the edge of the river next to an Indian reservation. And yes, all of this is real. There's no BS here. I'm just happy there's a place to get this stuff off my chest and hopefully help someone else. So that was a collection of two true terrifying paranormal stories. One shadow person style, one paranormal uh, cryptid style story. Definitely some interesting ones on this video today. And this is the first video of me being back from my very short time off that was not as enjoyable as I would like it to have been. I won't bore you all with the details. I will just say... It... no. (laughs) I took time off to try to enjoy myself, and I didn't get half... or I, I get anything I wanted to get done done, so... Yep, yep. Doesn't matter. Back to the grind. Here I am as you all expected, right? If you enjoyed this video, please do hit that thumbs up button and subscribe to the channel if you're new. If you want to support the channel further, you can leave me a comment letting me know what you thought. That helps the algorithm. You can also join channel memberships down below or go to patreon.com slash Dreams, and for 99 cents a month, you can get early access to all of my content such as this. Early access. Content. Plus other stuff if you want to go up in the tiers on the Patreon side, but Anyways, I hope y'all have a beautiful day and I hope you all missed me. I don't I don't think any of you missed me, but that's not the point. I hope y'all have a great day and I hope I'll see you next time. But until then uh, Sleep well.